<laughs> singing the song. <laughs> yeah. Hope you're jamming around with us too on that. But welcome to the show. <laughs> welcome to Jump Street Podcast. We have a very exciting day for you today. Um, trying something a little new, and we hope it goes well. We continue, hopefully, continue to do more of these. Uh, this is our Channel 11 edition, where we're focusing just one on one, me and Billy, back and forth, just talking, discussing skating, different topics. Uh, I think we're going to kick it off with a nice, fun one in general. Um, we're going to do our top 10 favorite skate videos, uh, skate sections of all time. So these are just our opinions and what we like and, you know, it's different things we like about these per- these particular people skating. Um, you know, so don't take anything. I, I, I disagree. <laughs> I disagree. I think that I think these are facts. These are established. <laughs> there we go. These are established facts. These are our, our top 10 in the rollerblading hall of fame. These are on the list. These are facts. So, um, yeah. So basically, uh, th- welcome to our new segment, by the way, channel 11. Um, it's where Austin and I discuss random topics about, uh, rollerblading and, uh, the things that we're interested in this episode, we're going to be talking about our top 10 favorite skate sections. Um, we filmed some stuff for our Patreon where you can watch us. Uh, watch the sections where we, we watch the sections together. We comment on them. So that's going to be exclusive for our Patreon members. And you could be a Patreon for as little as $3 a month. I might as well do the whole spiel right I now. Guess I'll go for it. So if you don't already, please follow us on all of our social media networks. Uh, we Go to our Facebook, give us a like. Go to our YouTube, hit the subscribe button and the notification bell if you like what you're hearing. Comment, share. All these things are really helpful for us. We have an iTunes uh, if you like what you're hearing, you can give us a five-star rating. You can give us a review, and it boosts us up to the top of the algorithm. And uh, so all that stuff is all that stuff is super helpful. And as I was just saying, you can also be a Patreon member for as little as three dollars a month. We have a very nice, uh, like we have a three dollar. We have like a, a few different options. And when you become a Patreon, you get access to our exclusive content. We do inside outs, which are our trick tips. We are on this one. We're watching our top 10 favorite sections. We watch sections with our guests and we do commentary on those. Um, we do three pieces. We do all different kinds of things that we offer. And if you become a patron, you are automatically entered to win something from our free drawing that we do every month. Uh, it's completely random amongst our Patreon members and you can get something for free from our online store. Speaking of our online store, we have a new line of clothing out right now. I yeah. should be wearing my, I, I love the, the I should be wearing it. I love the tank. That's the Mesmer one. Oh, that's mine. I I thought I had. Here we go. Uh, You can get that, though, too. (laughs) You get that, too. (laughs) That's fine. Here's some examples of what you could get in our online store. A bunch of new T-shirts out, uh, tank tops for the summer, a new five-panel hat. It all looks pretty good, I think, in my opinion. A little biased, but, you know, it is what it is. (laughs) I I love the tank. It's it's a good summertime tank. The blue-collar blading shirt. Love that. I think every skater probably needs that in their closet this summer. I don't know. It might be just me, but I think every skater needs that in their closet this summer. No, I think you're I think, again, that's another fact that we're talking about. So that's another established fact we only and facts super on important. <laughs> that's it. It's only verified. We verify them through multiple sources before we talk about anything. So, um, so yeah, thank you. That's our spiel. I like but that. uh, as I was saying, segue. it was fun. <laughs> But um, but yeah, our top ten sections. So uh, Austin picked five. I picked five. Um, again, as we had discussed, uh, these are established facts. But generally, they're um, just what me and Austin think are not only the best, but it's what we 
think is significant to us personally. I know that's what I was doing when I chose my five. I was thinking yeah. about um, certain errors in time of when the parts had and, you know, big impacts on me. Um, so like, you know, so, some of the parts, like I, I picked an earlier part, uh, we'll talk about with Dustin and Kevin Gill and VG six, but, um, you know, it's, it's obviously not going to hit now like it, like it did then. But I just, uh, for me, like that's, that's what I was thinking when I picked these parts. What about you? Yeah, no, that's, that's pretty, that's pretty accurate too. I think a lot of them too. I mean, majority of these sections I believe are during the era when there was actual videos out, like physical, you buy the VHS, buy the DVD. Um, a couple of them are online only, but I think the majority of them are that VHS DVD era when you used to like pop it in and watch constantly on loop over and over and over again. So they definitely did have a different impact on us at the time. I think that says a lot about the sections too. But just in general, they're, they all involve excellent skaters, great skaters. A lot of them still skate today. Um, you know, style on point, you know, creativity, all this stuff plays into account of what makes it your favorite section. So I think a lot of people even nowadays can relate to it. And even if you did start skating recently in the past year or two, you might not know what videos these are or anything. All of these sections are available on YouTube as well. So if you are inclined to and you don't want to wait for our Patreon videos afterwards, check them out on YouTube. You can watch them afterwards and, and get a better sense of what we're talking about and like the error and the vibe and, and all this stuff. So we definitely encourage everyone to do that as well. Uh, definitely, definitely. You definitely have to look at it on YouTube because yeah, we just did the Patreon videos and um, as we're doing them, we're not having the music on. So it's, uh, yeah. you got to go watch the section, listen to the music, uh, especially like some of the, some of the songs I, I picked were tied in directly to like the music that was with them because that had a significance in, uh, in, in a lot of these parts. So yeah. yeah. I think I think we should we should get into talking about some of these um, really quick though before we do that I do have to thank our sponsor for this episode because as usual blank is sponsoring this episode thank you so much to blank um, available now finally the the Sean Keen pro model skate re-release is out now it should be available at your favorite skate shop um, awesome skate I just got mine just put it together today actually I'm super hyped on it awesome skate Kyle Sola helped design um, bits and pieces of it and they're still working on it today but they have a more refined finished model out now um, I encourage everybody to go check it out give them a follow on Instagram blank rolling products or blank rolling products.com and their website to learn more about the Sean Keen pro model skate they got a lot of stuff in the works still to this day making a quality product for everybody so everybody please check it out and thank you to blank for sponsoring this episode boom so huge think, shout out to blank as always I think now we can get into our uh, top 10 favorite sketch, uh, sections of all time. Do you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? What do you want? Um, <laughs> you can go, you can go first. Had to think about that one. Yeah, I was, you know, you can go first. You were deep in thought there. Okay. I will go first. Um, I'm trying to, I'll, I'll try to do mine in somewhat like a, a chronological order, but let's kick it off with this one because this means a lot to both of us, I think. And this is, Mike Johnson and Dustin Halloran section from VG 16 ECVG volume one, which was, yeah. you know, anyone who doesn't know video groove was, uh, one of the, the, the biggest video series in rollerblading history, um, by Mr. Dave Payne. Uh, we had hit him on the show jump street a bunch of times. So if you haven't seen those, check that out with, with Dave Payne. Um, but pretty much he made the most iconic and legendary videos of that era. And part of it was him releasing an all East coast, video from video groove which was like 
well worth the wait. It, it, it was until the 16th issue of Video Groove, but you know it happened. Yeah. There was a lot of New York City in it, which me and Billy are from New York City, so mm-hmm. we you know we appreciated that. Billy has clips in that in that video as well, but. The highlight of it, I think, at least for me anyway, was Mike Johnson and Dustin Halloran's section. They had a split section, and in my opinion, Dave nailed everything from the editing, the songs, um, the vibe, and all that, because Dave was a master of, of all that. You know, It wasn't just about yeah. the skating. It was the vibe. It was the era. It was yeah. the location, where you were, because that section had a lot of New York attitude in it as well. And yeah. it was a straight up, in my opinion, a straight up masterpiece. Um, no, I, 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 I agree. And uh, I think that, um, like you said, like the, you know, back in the day, like VG was everything. This is like before Instagram, before the internet and everything. So VG like if you had for us, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it was, and Dave had the key, like, you know, if Dave was like, I'm giving this guy a part, then he's like, you know, you're, you're solid in the game. Like, yeah, you know, you're much. like, you're pro pretty much if you're getting a part in VG. But, um, yeah, like uh, I remember being on the East Coast, you know, you know, like we always like, oh, VG, and we we're always looking. It was always in California. Uh, VG7 had uh, an East Coast section, and I remember being like, oh, let's go, East Coast section. And it was like Boston, Philly, and DC. And I was like, how are you not going to do New York City in it that? Was dirty, Dave. And, yeah, and, and there were some clips in, you know, VG10. Uh, they had a New York section, um, and it, it was, but it wasn't like, uh, it wasn't, like representative of the New York City scene at that time, I don't think, you know, uh, it was still like, like the first generation New York guys, which were like Joe D'Adentro, John Ortiz and, and all those guys. Yeah. And it was like the transition when like our Mike Johnson, Dustin and Omar Morrissey and, and we're, we're like kind of getting in there and it was like that transitional period. So we were just always trying to like be a part of it and, and be seen and be a part and be a part of it like that. But when ECBG came out, and they made that video. It was just uh, he put a lot of work into it. Him and Chris Majette helped oh, yeah, film Majette a lot of it. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, like um, that Dustin Holler and a Mike Johnson section. We were so proud of that. First of all, everyone from New York was like, "I want to," say, but like, what? Those were the two guys. Like, you know what I mean? Like, those were really the guys, uh, especially at that time. Like, they were just so ahead. And especially Mike, like, really stepped up to the plate for that one because. Everyone was good, but then when Dave came, like everyone just got better. Mm-hmm. Like just like the day he showed up and put the camera on, like everyone went from like just like went to like a level higher on that. So I think they both it showed in the video. They both like really stepped up and just it looked like uh he set it up in like a battle format yeah. where they were kind of like going back and forth battling against each other, which was like, you know, representative of how we skated. We would always go out, like talk trash and ask each other like let's play skate, let's battle. Yeah. Oh, you, you're not, you're not good. Let's battle. Let's battle. Like that's like a big New York thing. So I, I think he did a really good job in, in how he edited that and how he presented that. Yeah. And he, I, I like that when we had him on the show or one of the times we had him on, um, he mentioned that he enjoyed editing that section because I don't know the exact song, but like the battling part of it, he had like some DJ cutting back and forth and it was perfectly timed out. Like these five, my clips, these five Dustin clips, like back and forth, boom, boom, boom. And like I said before, like the attitude was there that I think there has been like New York sections, like you said, in New York videos and stuff. But even like live from New York, who, which came out a few years before that, which was an all New York video like that section particularly had so much attitude to it. Um, it had personality from Mike and Dustin in it, which was a big thing in video groove that a lot of videos at the time didn't really have, um, you know, classic New York City spots that they skated. Uh, it was a time also I don't know if they really matter, but to me it did as a kid. 
because I didn't really know you then. I know, Bill, you were there for the filming of VG-16 when um, Dave and Majette were in New York City. Um, but just like everyone was on raises. That's when I met the Kelsos. Yeah, yeah, that's like a, a common thing that you met Colin, Colin and Sean that time too. Mm-hmm. But um, like everyone was on raises at the time. Remember, it was like a huge thing. Everyone was riding raises. Everyone was raises, flow, M, pro, whatever it was. Everyone was riding raises at the time. Um, I would like run into sessions of you guys skating wherever in the city and shit. And everyone was just on razors, like super flats maybe or something like that at the time. I don't remember. The John Elliott skate I think just came out. And I remember like wanting the razors so bad at the time. Um, it, it was just like, like we said before, like these were times that meant something to us. And that was like a big time. Like I was so proud to be a New York City skater at that time. And when yeah. that video came out and that section dropped and we were like, Yes, these are our guys right here. Like Mike and Dustin are gonna like put New York City back on the map. It was just like, you know, a really proud moment for us. And their skating yeah. was top notch still to this day. Anybody knows Mike Johnson skating? He took it to another level, a whole nother level after that too. Yeah, um, going pro and getting multiple pro skates and, and all that stuff too. Yeah, I, I I also think that you don't really have the opportunity to kind of blindside people with a section like that nowadays because just like throughout all the access we have on the internet and Instagram, like yeah. you can kind of see someone developing or coming up or or things like that. They kind of just came out like so hard. Like pe- like a lot of people didn't know who they were before that. And then yeah. so when that came out, it was just like, you know, imagine not knowing someone and then, and then discovering them and being like, wow, these guys are like the, some of the best. Yeah. It, so... It was really well received. Um, they made, I think, I think it all stemmed from, yeah, the, the whole thing stemmed from because there was like a big New York little movement, like uh, Daily Bread, I think, first came to New York to do like a East Coast issue, uh, a New York yeah. City issue. Mm-hmm. And they made the whole issue New York City, which was huge to us. We were, like a lot of us were part of it. And then after that, I think it got Dave sparked Dave's interest in coming out and doing the ECVG. So yeah, it was just... Um, which led to ECVG two and all these things because it was well received and you know it was just a, it was a really cool time and I think yeah it was a really good section you know that just encapsulated like a a powerful you know something that had such a really big impact on the community at the time it was cool mm-hmm. yeah definitely um, that was my topic I figured we start off with a, a a little banger New York City banger for us but what what's your cool. first pick Billy okay um well. We were just on, I obviously got a lot of East Coast guys in mind, but I guess if we're going to try to do it chronologically, if you're going to try. I was trying to, but that's not even chronological for me. So throw that out the window. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe it it isn't. I don't know. I'm going to try to keep it chronological. And and we just talked about New York. So a few, I got a couple from New York. So I guess we could talk about the Dustin Latimer, Kevin Gillen and VG6. For me, First of all, like again, like all we were just talking about VGs, but all the VGs just had like the good themes. Like they had this, the sections were broken up in ways where, uh, you know, they had a profile and then they had like secondhand or switch or a transition section and all these things. And it was just really well made. And uh, the theme for this one was VG6 was Toys Beneath Our Feet. And they had like the, the, in, the, in, um, like the bridge, I can't, I'm using the music word, but the bridge in between the sections, uh-huh. uh, like they had the Legos and stuff yeah. like that and all these like really fun things. So, um, yeah, it was just, um, whatever the theme was really cool and it was like really directed like at like a younger kind of fun thing. And Kevin Gillen and Dustin Latimer, I think they were 15 and 16 when making this part, it starts in like, uh, the a McDonald's yeah. <laughs> there at the play place in the McDonald's. 
And uh, at the time, Kevin Kevin's on Senate and Dustin was on Medium, which was like the company Shane did before Mind Game. And yeah, we just watched it. We just did the Patreon video video for it. Go watch it right now after this if you can. But uh, first off, they used that doc, Dr. Octagon song, uh, yeah. Wild and Crazy, which was they reused it. Uh, I talked about this on the Patreon video, but they reused it um, in like VG20 when Dustin Latimer skated again. It was like Dustin Latimer and Randy was in the section. But uh, I think Dustin had that a couple times. Like they, they had an Elements too with um, the Rock Kim song, Guess yeah. Who's Back, I think. Yeah, and they did and it for, Elements too. Yeah, so they did it for Elements too. They So like these songs like in our community became like tied in directly with like a feeling of like an era of skating and like this particular individual or these two individuals in this case. Um, so yeah, like... Uh, and it was also like the first of those, both of those guys sections. And I think like looking back, everyone's like, wow, DL was like such a huge, had such a huge impact. But actually at the time, like Kevin was kind of like a little more popular at the time, like when Espionage went on and these other videos mm -hmm. and Dustin kind of grew into that. Like, I, I think he was actually fully realized around mind game. Like yeah. before that, everyone was like really interested in his skating and like, wow, he's, he's got cool style. He's, he's a cool skater. Um, and he does like really cool things, but, um, I think the mind game one is when he became, so it's like really cool for me to like, look, um, at like the first sections of these people who like had such like an impact. And I remember watching it at the time that was just like, I don't know. I just thought like the music, the skating, I, I was, I was younger. I saw like younger guys, like in the VGs, like what 15 and 16, they got parts. This is so cool. So, um, yeah, I think that's the reason why. It was it was cool for me. Um, I don't know what what was your like first VG. Do you remember like when it came out or was that like? Because I know you've been skating. I think it's longer because yeah, I have. We, started, we both started skating the same same time. Um, yeah. My first VG ever. My first VG that I saw yeah. was VG five, but it might have came out like a few months or whatever after I started. Skating. Supernatural, yeah. Yeah, supernatural. Mm -hmm. That like that video sticks with me still. I know that video inside and out. You know how it is. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, then VG6 came out afterwards, but I didn't see VG6 afterwards still because, first of all, I was eight years old. I wasn't like keeping up with everything at the time. You know, I was just yeah. following my, my big brother's footsteps. But right. whenever somebody else had VG6 later on, a year or two later, I ended up seeing it. But I didn't, I didn't, I didn't realize what you said. You know, like I didn't think about it until you said it that like Latimer was kind of in like Kevin Gillen's footsteps because, you know, they both grew up in like the Phoenix area. And, you know, Kevin was, I guess because of Senate, he was like already known, you know, because Senate was like the biggest deal ever. So I think yeah. Kevin probably had, I know he has sections in like the Senate videos and stuff. I'm not sure if that was before or after VG6, but Kevin was a bigger name at the time for sure than, you know, obviously anybody knowing anything about skating. Latimer just blew up and became like the GOAT yeah. pretty much. He became the GOAT. <laughs> yeah, but, but 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 I think there's many reasons for that. I, th I think I think one of the reasons why is because like especially during that time there wasn't much like coloring outside of the lines, which is like what yeah. like Latimer kind of did. He was like, you know, um, I, I, I can't think of the word today. I keep saying trailblazer, but it's not the word. But it's pioneer. he's basically so. Yeah, yeah, pioneer is the yeah. word. Thank you. He was a pioneer in those ways, um, just like kind of show different sides of the skating. But at the time, it was like very. I don't know. It's just like because it hadn't been discovered that much, there weren't that many options. So it was just like, you know, very skate a down rail, do a gap, grind a curb. Like yeah. uh, the big tricks at the time were like, you know, uh, clean alley tricks down rails. So if you were doing like, 
you know, Kevin was doing like, you know, later on, like ended up doing like so, so good. Like Ali top acids, like just like with the best style, like all these things were like, the best style. I don't know, like, you look at them now, like, oh, that's a common trick or basically like a fundamental trick. But no, at the time it was like very new. And um, so, yeah, I just, I just, for that reason, that's why I like that section, just like looking into, it's like a window into like a, a different perspective of when I was younger looking at skating and also seeing like the earlier days of like those, like, it's like, you know, you're somebody like your favorite bands and like you hear them and you're like, wow. And then like you discover that like some of those players played in like earlier bands, you're like, Oh, I got to hear this. Yeah. And then like you, he you hear it and it's like not as refined, but it's still like you hear the elements or you, you can recognize the elements that make it go into like that direction. Yeah. So it, it's cool in that way for me to like, looking like, back. It's like the behind the scenes almost like seeing yeah. what made them who they ended up becoming, you know, it's really cool yeah. to see in that way. Ke yeah. Kevin's, Kevin's style was ridiculous. I mean, it, mm -hmm. it probably still is. I don't know if he skates still or not, but you know, his style was ridiculous. He had the style, he had the steez, which people had style back then, but like to land all your tricks, super solid. That was like a Kevin Gilling, you know, uh, I can't think of the world now. Kevin Gilling's signature right there, I guess, being the most solid with his tricks, his landings, everything was 100% perfect. I don't know him personally. I don't know anything about his skating uh, more than what I've seen in videos and magazines and stuff. But I would imagine he would like, he's a Colin Kelso kind of person where he would like refine his tricks and the clip has to be perfect, you know, to like be acceptable in his eyes. I feel like he's that type of person. Yeah, they 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 were both really solid, but he was yeah, especially like he was he was more like inside the the lines, like do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, but but really well done inside yeah. the lines, like. Um, but yeah, um, we should. I was just thinking we should also have Kevin on the show soon. Yeah, we should. Yeah, that'd I be would cool. love that. That'd be awesome. Yeah. But um, let's pick another one of these parts. I think yeah. it's. I guess uh, I'll go next. It's funny that both of our first sections were split sections. I think those are the only ones, by the way. But so if anyone thinks that we're going to do that now, it's not part of the theme, just coincidence. <laughs> but uh, moving on to my next section in no particular order now. Um, everyone who knows me knows that I'm a, a Walt Austin fan, so I had to throw a Walt section in here. And I chose Walt's section from the physics video, Masters of Delusion. And it was a really close pick between this one and his Hashashin section. And... Uh, both are incredible and phenomenal. I kind of like this Hashashin section a little better, but there were a few specific tricks in the physics video that made me choose it over Hashashin. So um, anybody knows me knows that I'm a huge fan of Walt. His style, um, his the way his skate, he skates, his creativity, especially during the time um, he skated and still skates today like no one else. He put out a, a edit like a month or two ago, and it was like you watch it now, and you're like, what the hell? Like, you would never think to do the shit that he does. And he's been doing that since, like, the beginning, I guess. But in the physics video, this is, like, a mid-2000s or early 2000s video. Um, he does the hammers, but he does, like, super creative technical shit as well. And that was an era where people were getting really technical on, like, handicap rails and switch-ups and stuff like that. And he would just kind of do those tricks, but more solid, not really blown away by them. But he took it in another direction that might have been slightly overlooked, I think at the time, what do you think? No, totally. And like, you know, I was just thinking about it. Like you were saying, uh, like Walt is like one of your favorite skaters. And I like, when you, when you say something like that, it's, it's, it's almost, it's, it's like, it's like when you, like, I'm going to reference it to the music again. Like when you say like, Oh, I like this like really 
great band. Like it just like shows you have good taste, you know. And I'm not I'm not trying to be like a funny way about it, but um, you know, as as we were just watching the part, like, and as you mentioned with his last part, he's kind of always been um, doing his own thing, especially in an, at a time That's a good way when like, it. yeah, blading was kind of. And I, I still think it does. Like blading goes through these trends of, of what is the kind of skating uh, that is kind of, you know, in the zeitgeist that's popular at the time. Yeah. yeah. And I think, I think at, at the time, like now, there's more options, and you know, it's there's more kind of range, but there's still uh, those like trendier ways of skating, or like the cutting edge, or like the ways that like kind of are being d- discovered. But um, from then to now. Austin, uh, Walt has always just done his own thing. Like he, his like if you look at his his section in this video and then compare it to like other skating at the time, he really like he was just out on his own. And it was funny. Like we used to like skate like these huge sessions in New York, and like I used to ask him like, "Hey man, like wh- how do you like to skate?" He's like, "Dude, like me, the camera guy, one other friend, and like just do like some of like the gnarliest stuff, or just like really toying around with new ideas and like you know." somehow they would always land you know what i mean like sometimes when you toy around with like experimental ideas like they don't always work out like you're looking you're like uh i could do without that one but like you know you look at all his stuff and uh he did different stuff and it all came out great and the other thing we were talking about was he cannot land incorrectly like yeah. he he he's like a, a suction cup on the floor like shoop. suction cup um, landings like uh Kevin Kevin Dowling said in his like Kevin as profile yeah as coined by Kevin Dowling but it's true like um eight wheels on the floor every time like coming up coming off he doesn't pick his foot up he just and you know not that there's anything wrong you know Dominic's feet are flying all over the place and I love his skating you know (laughs) what I mean Dominic will land on one foot pick up the other foot like all this stuff but it all goes um, with the style of the person it works with Walt exactly. Yeah, he 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 was definitely that way. I would always try to imitate his, his skating, especially when his like VG19 section came out. You know, um, very yeah. hard to imitate his style of skating. No one can do it. No one has done it. But it is truly a unique section. His his um, I remember he had like a section. Uh, he had an interview in Daily Bread one time, where I remember you specifically told me this. He has like all these photos and the way his skating works is like you don't really know what he's doing in the photo. It's kind of like I, I say it now. If if Danny Beer had like a, a Daily Bread profile now, like and he had a photo of him doing some crazy shit that he always does. Like, how would you write the caption? Like, how would you explain mm. the stuff that Danny does? Like, it's almost mm. hard to put into words. And Walt skating was kind of like that, too. But I remember he had a section in Daily Bread where all the photos came out and you were like, wait, what is he actually doing? And then his section came out and I think the physics video or Maybe might have been the sessions, and you, Billy, you were said to me, you were like, "Yo, his sex, his daily bread interview makes perfect sense now after watching his section and seeing all the clips that yeah. corresponded with it." And I like how they kind of portrayed that in the uh, in the beginning of his uh, physics video section, where it kind of shows him like either jumping and and going out of scene of the camera or something like that. And you're like, "Oh, I can't wait to like see the rest of the clip later on in the section." Who I guess Doug Urquhart made the video, but he yeah. did an awesome job editing it as well, and it, it kind of has that that feel to it which I also haven't really seen in another skate video before. No, I, I, I really, I really love that actually. Like um, when you have the opportunity to try to figure out what's happening, it's like t- a photo is like a, you know, a piece of, a piece of art, mm-hmm. like in, in most cases, like it, especially like to more or less varying depending on like the skater, the trick of the photographer. But um, it's cool when you get to like try to figure out what's happening 
for like a little bit and then like you're like oh that's what happened that's yeah. cool and yeah like um i don't remember specifically what you're talking about like which specific pictures but i could i can see that in walt and yeah. you know just just look just look at his uh, latest thing that he did um you know if you had like one of those photos just stops like the spinning toe thing like yeah. if the photo was taken on the spinning toe thing you'd be like yeah. what's going on yeah. what is going on and, what and then the like when you say it would be like training wheels spin on toe 450 degrees going the other direction to sidewalk i don't know what the fuck like it's it's it, it boggles your mind think about that yeah my mind yeah. anyway i don't know it, no, it's very it's, interesting it's incredible yeah I, I, and it's I, awesome that he's still uh skating so i think that's a that was a good choice on your part yeah thank you i ha had to include a, at least one wall section in there so mm -hmm. that was my pick definitely okay let's let's go through uh one of mine here um so i'll, I'll bring it back to well i guess we'll keep it um chrono i'll try to keep it chronological still um so vinnie minton in wanted okay so there's a few things about this um not a lot of people know about the video Wanted because Wanted wasn't a widely distributed video. Brian Bell, who made the video, um, you could only buy it from him. He would sell it direct when he was on tour, on like the detour back in the 90s because this video was filmed in 1999. I think mm -hmm. uh, VG6 was like 97, 98, something like that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, 99, um, he, you couldn't buy it from a store. You couldn't buy it from the skate shop. There was no online. If you saw it in a video, it was like, you know, cash or money order to Brian Bell, and then he would send it to you. Um, so it didn't get around that much, but it was Vinnie Mitten's first section. And I remember Bashi had the video because he went on detour for a while, and he got oh, it from Brian. Yeah, and he got it from Brian Bell. That's how we all saw it. And we went to Bashi's house uh, when we were kids, and he's like, yo, I got this video. I want to watch it. We're like, yeah, like we were crazy about skating. So we're like, yeah, of course and uh put the video on and we were just like oh my god first of all these guys it was like san diego and la uh skaters they were all so good like it was like scary good but like we're like how are these guys so good it was like all like the best rail skating tricks technical tricks style uh they're mainly kids from like san diego and la it was like ernie ramos hung fung all these guys uh you know but um vinnie had the ender part so vinnie had the last part is like Vinny's first part. He had to have been a teenager yeah, um, at this time. You know, 16, 17, 18. I don't know. But all these NBDs, you know, it was like the first true front farf on a down rail, first true front torque on a down rail with the grab. The grab yeah, the grab. With the grab. And it's just, uh, it looks like we were talking about it. It looks like he filmed it in a few days. Yeah. He has a lot of the same outfits on. And at, at the time, like, with that style of skating, you could get something like that done in a short amount of time. Yeah. So it looks like it was less than two weeks, but it's, it's one of the, it's, it is one of like the, there's not like, it's one of those things you just look back and if they put it out today, it'd be in absolutely incredible. It was filmed in 1999, mm -hmm. probably like 98, 99. And it's shocking the jump from like, what we were just talking about, like the VG six, just like one or two years before to what Vinny was doing there, like the, the progression at that during that era was going so far each year so it was like a really exciting time for skating but he was one of the guys that was pushing it and uh it's cool it's again it's like just like we were talking about with dl and, and kevin it's good to look back and see like what it was that helped uh, build him into what what he became but if you look at his first part he it's almost that he's has it all together there it's almost like as good as 
You know what I mean? He he just kept he stayed. I don't know. It's it's crazy. He like it's it didn't seem like he had a bad moment, but I don't know. Do do you remember checking out that movie? Yeah, like I didn't realize it until you said it, but I didn't. I don't think I've ever seen Wanted in its entirety. It is on YouTube now in sections, so I'm sure I've seen sections of it, just not like one and done through like how you did with Bashi. I also realized I've been messing up. We have clips of all these sections that I'm supposed to be showing you all. So <laughs> I'll play some of Vinny's section now. But here's the True Front Talk that was an NBD probably at the time. True Front Talk on a down rail. Not many people have even done it since then. So super cool to see that. And I, I feel like since this is so long ago, I, I, I can't – I said it before during the uh, Patreon video that we filmed. Like I can't picture Vinny in his like beginning days because one year skating, he was probably – doing true top souls on down rails in his first year. Like I can't imagine him any doing anything else. It's incredible. The style is there. Like he, he came in so hard and so heavy with this section that like it continued throughout the rest of his skate career. And this is definitely one of the sections of him that you probably haven't seen. Definitely check it out on YouTube if you haven't, but man, he is on fire in this section. Had to be a teenager back far from kink rails yeah. both ways. Like, come on. Yeah. Oh, wow. So this is like the whole part. Yeah, it's like a minute long clip or something like that. Yeah, there you go. Just that. Sick. But it's, uh, I mean, yeah, the style is on point. The technicality is on point. The big tricks are on point. It's, it's so awesome to watch that shit, especially coming from the 90s. And the backstory behind it is awesome, too. I didn't even know that B. Bell was selling them, like, exclusively, like, on tour or whatever it was, you know, or you had to send a check of money order to his house. That's a pretty cool fact. Yeah. I never even knew that about it. Yeah, it's an interesting one. Super sick. But um, uh, what about you? What's next? What do you got? What's next on the list? Let's let's see. Let's let's see. I'm gonna jump around a little bit here. I'm gonna go with Chris Haffey's Vibralux VOD section, which is probably the newest section in this bunch right here. I believe so, if I'm correct. Um, so you just yeah, completely abandoned the chronological order. I've just been abandoned in the chronological out order. Out the window. Uh, it's okay. been out the window. You know, <laughs> okay. this, there's no rules out here. But yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna throw a curveball in with the Chris Haffey section because. We've had Chris on the show um, speak about this section. I asked him about it because it's been one of my favorite sections for years since it came out. Uh, it's probably might be a little more than five years old by now, but this was a time when he was on the Nitro Circus for years and did nothing but mega ramp skating, skating with BMXers, skateboarders, scooter kids, FMX, all that stuff. And I'm pretty sure besides one or two other people, maybe he just skated. He was the only rollerblader he was skating with forever on a mega ramp. Um, so, and then he came out after a few years of not having any sections at all, filmed this section with AJ and it was, in my opinion, ridiculous, um, yeah. to see, he, he's always been a crazy skater and like a hammer skater, but yeah. his skating definitely changed a little bit from, um, riding nothing but a mega ramp and skating with other people from action sports. I'm sure he thought a bit differently when picking out the spot selection and trick selection for this section. So it definitely shows in the video. And I remember seeing it being blown away and thinking, Anybody who doesn't skate and like wants to see skating kind of for the first time, it is a lot of big tricks, but I think it's kind of relatable for people to understand how crazy rollerblading is if they watch this particular section by Chris Haffey because it does have the big tricks in it. He does like big, huge gaps and finds these transitions in street yeah. in the real world, not necessarily yeah. in a skate park. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. But he does have the technical tricks too. He does like true souls on, on huge down ledges and, and – all these rail and ledge tricks that are, you know, you would expect from Kathy or some other yeah. street skater. Yeah. I was just about to say, like, it's like everything you would 
expect from Haffy, but then like all these other things you wouldn't, you know? Mm -hmm. Oh, this is what I was talking about. Like, should have dropped soul yeah, right yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> I Just because he, he like, it was right there. I <laughs> but, he thought that also. But yeah, like, it's hard to. It's hard to criticize the man. You really can't do it. But I mean, I guess um, you can't because this is another level of skating. Something like that. Other the Royale level. under the roof. I know that clip gets shared a lot on on social media these days. Yeah, but so, so again, like that's the stuff like you expect from having that Royale kind of stuff. But then these things, you know, just like these like, extra things are so sick. Yeah, it's very his skating is like powerful. Is like, I think, in my opinion, a good way to describe it. Like very powerful. He doesn't have to necessarily do a hammer to make a trick stick and look really strong and and well executed. So he right. does it all no matter what he's doing. And who doesn't mm -hmm. like Chris Haffey? Like, <laughs> I never heard anybody say anything bad about him. He's an awesome guy. He's been killing it forever. He's been at the top of the sport for decades now. And it, I, think, I feel like this just had to be on the list. It was a, a no-brainer yeah. for me. No, totally. And um, there, like, I feel like when he was making that part, he was like really conscious of trying to get all the elements that that made the part you know like he had like all those like illusion tricks he had like that like that one ttp through the kink and like yeah. he just like had like a lot of sweet stylish tricks and all, all the the big uh, huge tricks you would expect from Haffy. so mm -hmm. that even shocked me when we watched it just again like i'd seen that part like you feel like you've seen them uh, you've seen them all, but if you haven't seen it for a while, man, it's, it really does something different to you when you watch it. You're like, wow, he really did yeah. kill it so hard. Yeah. And especially because you, if you haven't seen it in say five years, your skating and your outlook at skating has been different in the last few years. So you're watching it with fresher eyes and you're like, wow, I didn't really appreciate that as much as I did before. But yeah, I mean, it, it's huge. If anybody wants to see skating on the street, but fucking going huge and like just refining the crap out of it. That is definitely the section to watch Chris Haffey's Vibrolux VOD section. So definitely. Check that one out. Definitely. Sure. That's, that's another good choice, man. Thank you. Um, okay. You did we have the, did, did we, we didn't have the, um, the hollering one though, right? No, that, that one. No. Okay. I mean, you can do an honorable okay. mention of it. Do an honorable mention of it. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I said it. So, uh, <laughs> I really like Dustin Holleran's uh, section from The Traveler by Nature Skate Video, but that is not available on YouTube. So uh, this sure. is my plea, my plea to the guys at Create, Hakeem and Brian. We need that up there. So if you could just upload that so uh, we can I'm, watch it, it would be great. I'm sure most people don't even know what The Traveler is because it almost has never been on YouTube or, or online or anything like that. But Incredible yeah, from the uh, from Brian Akeem, the guys who do create originals now. Um, they made a lot of epic skate videos back in the day, mostly East Coast videos. But yeah, um, yeah, Billy, you were in it. You had a crazy section in that as well. But Halloran had a fire section in that. Did he have a mm -hmm. double section? It was a double section, wasn't it? I think so. Like two songs. Yeah, yeah, he had two songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had so two he songs. Skated to the same song that Happy skated to that uh, Guns N' Roses yeah. song. September it was the um. No, it was, did you say November what? Rain, November rain, November rain. Did you say September? I said September rain and November rain. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Take that um, off the record. Yeah, no, it's, it's the solo part, like, you know, which is just like an yeah, epic yeah. solo. But, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, so that was cool. But honorable, mention. honorable mention to that. We don't, we don't have it. If you have the VHS, because it wasn't even on D DVD, check that out. But until then, let's just bother the create guys until they upload it. Yeah, let's do that. But, um, <laughs> okay, so I guess in the... Um, keeping it in, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I can keep it in chronological anymore, but I think, I think this would be correct. 
So I selected Alex Nunez. Uh, I didn't know which one to go with between 1131 and Checkmate. But I think his 1131 gets a lot of, like, if people know of Alex Nunez, they they know him mainly through his, uh, that section. It got a lot of attention. But I I think his his, uh, Checkmate section, which got a little bit less attention, was, like, really good. So, um yeah, you know, for those of you who don't know, Alex was like this, uh, you know, great skater in New York City. He was from Queens. We called him the, the king of Queens because he was such yeah. a good skater. And um, unfortunately, he passed. But before that, um, he was a good friend of ours and a great skater. And he was really – I saw him, like, going from, like, just, like, trying to learn how to do handrails to, like, being, like, one of the best skaters in New York City, if not the best, yeah. and certainly at times uh, doing things that that could be considered like one, you know, one of the one of the best skaters doing it at the time in general. Like he was just um, such a fantastic skater. But I remember um, he was super technical, really clean, and he just had like in this particular part, just the way he executed his tricks that were like done really fast. He wore baggy clothes. He kind of had this like whole style that when you, when you looked at it, it's just like, okay, New York city, definitely like, you know what I mean? It's just like, this guy is a New York skater. So just like how he embodied, like, I think a lot of those, the guys on be unique or the, the, the owners of be unique were able to identify the people who had that vibe or had that energy. And Alex just had like such a contagious, like good energy. I think people who like watch his skating, like, um, are like gravitate toward it and yeah so that's why uh that's why i chose that one but um i'm glad you chose that one too because alex is by far one of my favorite new york city skaters and probably skaters of all time his style was incredible yeah he he really represented well for new york let me get this in here right quick little clip from his section but he really had hit the whole package he represented new york really well his style was there trick selection um he came in hard. He like he represented really well. It's kind of similar to what I was talking about earlier with Mike and Dustin. He just he knew how to lay it down. He represented super well. His loss was was tragic. Look at but that. Yeah. He, he was also like be unique. You know, he was um, like the guy from the beginning of be unique. So like oh yeah 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 he was, yeah, yeah, main, yeah, yeah, he was yeah. their main guy. He was their Michael yeah. Jordan. You know, so like yep. be unique he was he, he was the main. Yeah. He, totally he did it. His um, and like and I I don't I don't mean to cut you off, but I just. Cause he just showed the trick, like, and those little nuances of like how he made things his, like that porn star around to transfer down to like misfit. Yeah. Like you, anyone would transfer down to like Royale or if you were to yeah. do all the kind grind, but he, he made it a misfit. Like, you yeah. know, it's like, yeah, I'm I sorry. Know. So go ahead. No, no, he, he, yeah, you know, he, he did it. He did it really well. He always been one of my mm-hmm. favorite skaters. Um, I remember we went to, uh, when we were making the truth, I think the first truth video, I was like, I have to get at least some Alex clips. And I remember I trooped to Queens and made this whole thing for Alex. And he like, he just met up and, and he handled it. He got right down to business, like laced all his classic tricks. Like I, I feel like his switch ups on handicap rails because that was kind of that era of skating when he blew up like the handicap rail era. But mm-hmm. that was like huge in his style of skating. His 1131 section, um, for example, like how you just mentioned, yep. uh, a lot of handicap rail skating, but the swag was there. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna get real New York on you guys. The swag was there. Like the yeah. big clothes, the the unique dog tag. Like it, it was all there, and he rocked the shit out of it too. I, I love his skating. I could watch any of his sections, any clip of him all day, every day. 
Yeah. And, and, and like you, and like you said, uh, like he, he really was be unique and be unique had like such a, an impact, you know, I was, I was just skating with like some guys from long beach and it's hard to, it's hard to like get, understand what's happening when you're like in the midst of what's going on. But like, uh, be unique had like a huge impact to people like around the world, um, who were like, you know, being like, Oh, like, you know, someone like, there's a bunch of different skaters around, like, uh, not just like one group or people in California, yeah. but there's like these whole, like, diverse group of different people skating in New York. And I think there was a lot of people that uh, were able to identify with that because of that. So yeah, that was really cool. And uh, any opportunity I get, I got to, I got to big up my boy. So uh, it's good to check out that section. Go check it out. If you haven't got the chance, if you haven't seen it yet. Uh, yeah. So love that. That's, that's cool. That's an awesome choice, Billy. I love that one. Thank you. Uh, I didn't realize how many New Yorkers we had on the list. <laughs> but like we said, this is our favorites, right? Yeah, established facts, like I said. We're going to let you know. Um, <laughs> next on my list, though, I'm going to switch it up. Next on my list, which we wouldn't expect, um, is Aaron Feinberg's second section in the Mind Game video, Words. Um, mm. I personally think this is one of the craziest sections of all time. Mm -hmm from a hammer's perspective, I guess, if you want to talk about it like that. Um, Aaron Feinberg was like a, I want to say a pioneer, but he's been around since he was like a baby in the 90s, like baby, yeah. baby, um, skating with a helmet on in videos and then mm -hmm. just became one of the strongest people to ever put on skates. Um, he had multiple sections in his career, but this particular one from Mind Game, I feel like he just completely let loose, went all out. It was you know, he was probably staying with Dustin Latimer a lot. Also, like, one of the best skaters of all time. Um, probably just pushing each other back-to-back, -back, like, innovating the game. And there was a lot of tricks in this section where you watch and you analyze and you think, like, how the hell did you do that? Like, how did you have mm -hmm. either the balls to do that? You know, the, the resources to pull this off? Like, it, it's insane. But um, I don't know if there was any NBDs in this section particularly, but there was a lot of tricks like that soul over the rail jumping over the wall 180 which like he cl cleared it by like a hair like mm -hmm. stuff like that is um like you can't replicate it ever and that section with the song too the editing um i think it's the band is called ours like it's something you wouldn't really think to hear in a skate video but it worked perfectly mm -hmm. and like the way the beat drops at the end with like the him screaming and like this mm -hmm. is like, back to back like five six hammers in a row like mm -hmm. incredible and it was just Fuck. I think the craziest yeah. thing of all time. It's definitely up there. It's like along the lines of like the Chris Haffey stuff that uh, we were talking about in Leading the Blind. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. In the Vibrolux, I apologize. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. The um, yeah, Iron Man, it's you don't have to make much of a case for no, why this is <laughs> one of the best parts or why it had some of the biggest impact. I mean, each mind game. Uh, the, at least the first two mind game videos for sure had like such a huge impact on the community. And it was always like they carried like the level of skating with them um, and, and raised it every time they put something out. So I know Aaron and Dustin like consciously felt that responsibility when filming for these. Like, um, so they really, I know they really pushed themselves and uh, you can see that. And in, in, in Dustin where he was pushing in one way, Aaron was just like taking it, it as far as you can go with like the hammers and just, I, I think that's like a lot of the NBD stuff is just like amplitude. I think, to be honest, you know, he just like yeah. brought what he did on like the, you know, when he was winning all those X games and he just like brought that same kind of energy to street. And 
things were never the same after <laughs> dude he really came and just um just turned it upside down so yeah like i said like uh with 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 that one uh i don't think many people argue against uh ha- like or have trouble being able to recognize uh the impact with that one but yeah. i agree that's like that's a that's a great choice yeah and i also wanted to point out too um me and Billy talked about this before the show also, but we keep talking about the hammers and all the crazy shit these do, but there's like an even amount of really unique technical quote mushroom blading style clips. If you want to talk about that, we just showed a couple clips as well. Like him playing in the playground, like doing a little rolly yeah. thing over the sandbox, like the roll oh, yeah. on the curb thing to like run across the wall, land in another mm-hmm. one of those things. That's like three inches, four inches wide. Like, that yeah. isn't that is equally as crazy and hard to do as his best hammers in that section, just on a completely yeah. different spectrum, though. So mm-hmm. it, 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 you don't see that too often ever. Like usually you're a super hammer skater, super technical skater. It's like rare to mesh those two together that well. And Aaron pulled it off and definitely incredible. That section stands the test of time by far. Yeah, definitely. Um I agree. I'm sorry, I just got distracted. <laughs> but, what was uh, next on your list, Billy? Okay. Um, so what do we have here? Did this, did that, did that? I have two more. Okay. So I think I am doing good in keeping it in chronological order on my end. I know See, you've abandoned that. You have chronological minor all over the place. But I think I think I've, I've done that. But okay. um so Chris Seshire and underestimated was Ooh. another one was another one of those like tremendous impacts right um first of all that whole video the team at the time the denial team was just out of control like you know they had the kelsos tim taylor will gordon um they rob had uh, michael michael Lyers at the time rob thompson dustin and holleran. uh dustin as we were just talking about um so all these walt austin you know so all these like huge heavy hitters great skaters fantastic skaters uh the denial video was a underestimated was an incredible video yeah um and chris ended up having the ender so when you have like the ender and like uh, these videos of like all these like epic parts and epic like era where there's like a lot of push i think there 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 was just like a lot of uh yeah like like you said like the jumps in 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 the in the gaps each year was kind of going because it was because it was so new skating you know and the Mm -hmm. and then so like the progression was just like uh going up like such a level every year but Chris was a part of that, you know, Chris came out and I think he filmed the section he must have been 16, I think 17. He was young and he came out and he was doing tons of NBD tricks. It was like during the handicap rail era, highly technical switch ups, grinding. And he was, I mean, one of the best, mm-hmm. if not the best. He was doing things. Um, he was like spin, like he's he had his strengths where he spun in one direction a lot and he had like a backslide heavy um switch up base but he was spinning both ways 360 tops 270 top solar rail one way 270 top solar rail the other way he was able to like spin both ways grind all different ways but um he really was doing some uh some wild stuff at the time like like some nbd and oh, even here like that wasn't his forte at all and he just like threw a gap in there but boom that might have been the first one done on a drop rail he also um, had the cover of the video too, so he was like superstar in this in this video yeah. right here. Um, again, the style is like yep. incredible. He pulled this style off with the baggy pants, with the tight pants. Um, he he, I don't think he was like one of the. 
he had, definitely wasn't one of the original Philly guys because that would be like Frederick and, and Shuda. But like, I feel like the Kelsos were a little more known before him. And then he came up and just like destroyed shit pretty much. Yeah. Um, damn, he, you know, he represented Philly really well. He was awesome. Yeah, man. Um, and that you, you mentioned that before the negative Macchiato TTP. I, I like. I don't. I don't think it's been done before or after. Yes, yeah, so, um, so I, I want to see someone do that and make it look good. Like <laughs> that's a, such an odd switch up to do, let alone make it look good at all. And then he yeah. pulled it off and swagged the shit out of it, and I don't know, made it look incredible. So that is like a test of a a really talented skater if you can make shit like that look good you're really on another level he definitely yeah did exactly I definitely did that no it was it, it was um it was in the era where style was such a a big thing but it was like not different styles weren't really accepted at that time yeah he was kind of the one to kind of bring a new style with with the tighter pants after that yeah. but at the time it was like that was the style you had to work with um and kind of ad adopt mm -hmm. and he just did it like the best. He like he was one of the guys that did it the best, and he just did like such a great. And he was like a teenager, mm -hmm. so um, yeah, it's just cool to look back at that and uh, and and see that stuff. Um, so yeah, good choice. Another East Coast represent right there. <laughs> uh, I, we're going on to our last last uh, picks right now. Um, last picks. Last picks. I am gonna finish off strong with this one, in my opinion. Anyway, I'm gonna go with. President John Julio in Valo for Life, which I have mentioned this on the show before because I think I, I talked about it when we had John on the first time. But this is a section, in my opinion, you have to watch with the sound on. If you haven't seen it already, YouTube it. It's incredible. It's on YouTube. Um, Ivan Nara's made it from the Valo video. And it was just, I remember watching this section when it first came out and it just like, filled me with like inspiration i guess like people watch sections and get like hyped or get like they wanted they're motivated to do a certain trick like i just felt inspired like for the love and the future of skating because you know you always think like how long can we do this for john julio is one of those guys who is a little older than the majority of us i think like that but this even though this section is probably like 10 years old by now um it was at a time when you were still wondering that, like we were still wondering that. Then this section comes out and this banger, banger, banger clips. And it just flows so well with the song that I feel like it, it worked so well for him. I, he said that he was really proud of it too, but um, I don't know, like you wouldn't expect certain things that he did in this section, at least at the time I wouldn't anyway. And he just like laced the shit out of them and laced them so smooth. No one could do it with the style that John does. Uh, and he still does it to this day. He's still refining it, still getting better and better. It's, it's crazy to see. But this was probably the first section where I really appreciated being able to skate in an older age and being able to finesse it and knowing that you can still get better the older you get, that you're not like losing it. You can fight through injuries, um, you know, adapt to whatever you can to make skating work for you. And John Julio does that, is doing that, will continue to probably do that forever, you know? Yeah. Um, so inspirational, yeah. so motivational, that section for me. I could watch that section on loop all day. No, it's awesome, and and, and uh, I think it's a good choice because it's it's kind of hard to make a selection when it comes to John, you know, because yeah. he has so much work out there. But I think he did a really good job with well, one as we're seeing right here, and as you see in other things, he did a really good job skating like a lot of iconic spots, yeah. like getting getting his 
his clips on like a lot of those iconic spots. He's getting the uh, staples over before he's got a Hubba's clip in here. Yeah, Hubba's hideout. And I think, yeah, I think that's like the probably one of the last Hubba's clips out. Um, Brooklyn Banks right yeah, Brooklyn here. Banks, damn. Yeah, he he's like all over a bunch of different cities. I think, uh, you know, I, I think it's Barcelona. Yep. Yeah. So he so he's like all over like a lot of these classic spots. Um, he has his like classic. I love tricks like that. Um, but yeah, his wall ride to grinds like the the classic John Julio moves and just like all these other tricks. And like you said, it was the introduction of the two piece soul to Valo, right? Yeah. I think mm -hmm. so. Introduction, or maybe it didn't, wasn't announced until the video, or something like that. But whatever, like that first clip, he does like a line, and then it kind of like Yvonne or whoever's filming zooms in on the skates and it slows down a little bit. And you kind of he kind of flexes like the two tone, two piece uh, Valo solo mm -hmm. that were coming out because it was a one piece before that. I remember yeah. that was cool too. A nice little Easter egg in there, and it wasn't even cool. like a, a joke around line too. It was like a serious line. He does like he ends up with like a gap, this like far side solo on a drop rail, like everything in that section was next level I, I loved it it yeah. was so smooth so fluid like i said it went with the music please go watch that if you haven't seen it yet if you have seen it watch it again because you yeah, know you think of stuff it's good to catch later. up yeah yeah it's good to catch up i love that one but yeah it's a good pick looks like we're on my last part too um so we'll stick with john's you just <laughs> did john julio yeah and uh we'll do john bellino in pariah we got it like for this one um first of all like like john julio it's hard to like pick one that's like oh yeah this is uh this is the one i like of this person because he has so much work out there that it's just like you could pick among so many but i picked this one in particular because um like how the dr octagon wild and crazy and vg6 had like that that music had an impact on me like that tied in with the section um Around this time, we were all living together uh, at the Shredderweiser house, and uh, John skated to a band called Sleep. And it was like, we were just kind of getting into this like uh, heavier rock, what's called like stoner rock or doom and stuff like that. And it wasn't really, um, blading went through eras with like what was acceptable musically, you know what I mean? And in the beginning, it was like early days, it was punk, and then it, it was very hip hop. Yeah. And then it was kind of like this. Uh, maybe rock but like um not really metal rock kind of like a bit like you know hipper rock stuff you know and uh, john came through he was like <laughs> back patch on his cutoff jean jacket like pentagram back patch like and uh like the band and skating to sleep and um i just think it had like a huge impact on a lot of skaters because not only is his skating like the high level skating but what he brought with like the music uh, choice and the like the style of dress kind of opened up a new door for like um, for skaters who wanted to identify in other areas. Like, you know, what I mean, like, oh, cool, I could I could be this style guy, I could be that style guy. But uh, I, I thought it was really cool, um, this whole part. And just obviously the skating speaks for itself. Yeah, I don't think anybody could get sick of. Uh, watching John John skate, I still fucking call him John 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 Bellino. <laughs> um, his skating has always been top level. Like this section is ten years old, and if it came out today, it would still blow everyone's mind. And he's been skating like this forever. Like me and Billy have known John John for fucking I don't know since he was a baby. Also, you know, since yep. he was like thirteen or something like that. He's always been on top of the game, and mm -hmm. this section is definitely like 
I guess this is kind of well, AJ made this, right? Yeah. AJ made it, so like that was like an elite group of people also who would skate with AJ and film his sections because he only did that with certain people, you know, like Farmer, Roscoe, like all these people like that. So like John John was like part of the crew now. Uh, it was Definitely. cool to see that also. And like yeah, like you said, it was like that rough, rugged and raw kind of style of skating, which is like his forte, I guess. But he's he's finessed it. His skating is incredible. Long list of hammers in that section also. Uh, it, it doesn't get old watching John skate. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I really, uh, I, I, yeah, I really like that. The uh, like you said, like the bunch of different styles and eras, and yeah. So I love that part. And huge shout out to John, and huge shout out to everyone uh, that was on the list. Good yeah, that was on the list. I, I hope Thank you all you. enjoyed our our choices. I mean, like, what do yeah. you guys think? Do you agree with them? What are your favorites? What do you guys think was your favorite section? Um, I'm sure there's going to be a long list of diverse sections. I'd love to see what other people have come up with. Um, I mean, bro, to be honest, it's so hard to do like a top 10. And we picked five each. Like, yeah. I, I, I can name like 25 off yeah. the bat that are like in my in my top five yeah. somehow. I, I have 25 in my top five. Yeah. But, you know, th there's a lot of people that definitely, you know, could have been like or a, a part of this who I think are like some of my favorite skaters. Like, you know, Shima's up there. Yeah. Um, Eric Bailey, Chris Farmer, um, Alex Brosco, you know, the, the list goes on, but um, these were just ones that uh, for me, uh, you know, I was joking around about the established facts before, yeah, but, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, for, for, for me that uh, had an impact and what I think should not be overlooked. If someone hasn't seen them, it's like it's worth checking out. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. Someone in the comments asked for a list recap real quick uh, because we went through it all real quick. It's Alex Nunez in Beauty Checkmate, Vinny Minton in Wanted, um, Dustin Latimer, Kevin Gillen in VG6, John Bellino in Pariah, Chris Cheshire in Denial Video Underestimated, um, Walt Dawson in the Physics Video, Chris Haffey in the Vibrolux VOD, Aaron Feinberg, Second Section in Words, John Julio in Vala for Life, and Mike Johnson and Dustin Halloran in VG16. That was our list. Um, like Billy mentioned before, we have a commentary on all these sections in their entirety. Uh, it's going to be on our Patreon. So if you aren't a Patreon member already, um, check the link in the description, uh, patreon.com slash jumpstreetpodcast. Exclusive content to a bunch of other uh, – exclusive access to a bunch of other content. Um, and, yeah, we're going to release those probably in the next week or two, like every couple of days, put out another, another part, another part, another part. So stay tuned for all of those. And let us know what you think about this uh, Channel 11 format here. Just the one-on-one. Yeah. Austin and Bill bantering it out, chatting it out. We're taking chatting it out. Chatting it yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, yeah, we hope you guys like this. It's a new segment. Seeing if it works. Trying to have some fun. Try something new. So hope you guys liked it. And uh, let us know if you did in the comments. Let us know who your favorite skaters are in the comments. Let us know who, who we forgot to put in there. If you thought we forgot somebody. And what else do you think we should do on this Channel 11? If you think we should do it. You know, yeah, what, what, uh, what do you think? So. That'd be cool. I mean, we have a couple of ideas around, but we'd love to know what you guys think too. It's, it's cool. Of course. Um, and we don't have a guest. It's just us two. We don't get to talk that much on this show. You know, our guests before us. So now we have an exactly. opportunity to actually speak and, and, you know, talk a little bit about skating. So, yep. I was going to say after 129 episodes, if you felt like you haven't heard our voices enough, <laughs> now there's more. So, <laughs> um, I was going to say something else and I completely forgot it now, but, Thank you to Blank for sponsoring this episode. The new Sean Keen Pro Model Skate is out 
worldwide. Check out your local skate shop for availability and all new sizing as well, too. I forgot to mention that before. There was only limited sizing in the first uh, run or two. But now as a wider range, you have a bigger foot or a smaller foot, you could check it out. Um, follow them on Instagram, at Blank Rolling Products, or check them out at blankrollingproducts.com to learn more about the Sean Keen Pro Model Skate out now. Boom. Anything else, Billy? Have a great day. <laughs> have a great day, everyone. We'll see you on the next one. Later. Peace.